Hello everyone and welcome to the 12th episode of the Flash Alert podcast brought to you by Legacies. Through this weekly series, we will be taking you through the legal updates and flash alerts that you may have missed during the week. Stay tuned to know more. In the face of the devastating second wave of the pandemic, we wish to express our heartfelt gratitude to the doctors and other healthcare experts who are working overtime, exposed to an extremely vulnerable environment to save lives and also urge all our listeners to stay strong and resilient in the face of such a catastrophe. Let us now look at the key developments of the past week. The Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs, also known as CBIC, has notified changes in the GST refund policy and the revocation of cancellation of registration rules. Based on the notification, a refund application can now be withdrawn at any time prior to issuance of refund provisional or final or payment or withhold rejection order. Some changes have been made in the procedure of withheld fund. The withheld fund can be released after the satisfaction of the proper officer or commissioner. Experts feel that these changes will give some relief to GST assessment. The Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs has also issued a circular prescribing the standard of procedure for the implementation of the provision of extension of time limit to apply for revocation of cancellation of GST registration. The board in December had notified the extension of time limit for applying for revocation of cancellation of a registration on sufficient cause being shown and for reasons to be recorded in writing by a the additional or joint commissioner as the case may be for a period not exceeding 30 days and b the commissioner for a period not exceeding 30 days beyond the period specified in clause a Consequently changes have also been made in rule 23 and form GST regulation 21 of the central goods and services tax rules 2017 through a notification dated 18th May 2021 The government has notified the amendment to insurance ombudsman rules 2017 to improve the mechanism for timely cost effective and impartial resolution of complaints regarding deficiencies in insurance services The amended rules have enlarged the scope of complaints to ombudsman from only disputes earlier to deficiencies in service on the part of insurers, agents, brokers and other intermediaries. Insurance brokers have also been brought under the ambit of ombudsman mechanism. The policyholders can now make complaints electronically to ombudsman and a complaints management system will be created to enable policyholders to track the status of their complaints online. The government has notified new rules for e-commerce companies including mandatory display of country of origin on their products and has said that any non-compliance will attract penal action. The Consumer Protection E-commerce Rules 2020 have been notified and the new rules will be applicable to all electronic retailers registered in India or abroad but offering goods and services to Indian consumers. Under the rules e-commerce players have to display details about the return refund exchange warranty and guarantee delivery and shipment and any other information that may be required by consumers to make informed decisions The Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs has notified the changes introduced through the Customs Import of Goods at Concessional Rate of Duty Amendment Rules 2021 The amendment rules have been introduced in view of the demands from the trade and industry and having regard to their changing needs as per prevalent global practices. The amendments are also an effort towards creating an enabling environment 
for the promotion of manufacturing by domestic industry to make them competitive globally and also make them self-reliant in furtherance of the goal of Atmanirbhar Bharat. Reserve Bank of India Governor Shaktikanta Das has urged state-owned banks to quickly implement measures announced by the central bank recently in the right earnest and to continue focusing on steps to enhance the resilience of their balance sheets. During a meeting with the MDs and CEOs of the public sector banks, he has acknowledged the important role being played by the PSBs in extending various banking facilities, including credit facilities, to individuals and businesses while tackling the challenges brought on by the pandemic. The Centre has told the Delhi High Court that it believes that WhatsApp's new privacy policy violates the Indian Information Technology Law and Rules. The central government's claims were made before a bench of Chief Justice D.N. Patel and Justice Jyoti Singh during a hearing of several pleas challenging WhatsApp's new privacy policy, which, according to the platform, have come into effect from May 15th and have not been deferred. WhatsApp has told the bench that while its new privacy policy has come into effect from May 15th, it would not start deleting accounts of those users who have not accepted it and would try to encourage them to get on board. The Reserve Bank of India has shot down suggestions of a fresh suspension of the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code due to the second wave of COVID-19 while making it clear that banks can still restructure distressed but viable loans, ensuring that their balance sheets remain transparent. During initial discussions with the government, the Reserve Bank of India has indicated that a freeze will not help anyone in the long run as it will only show lower level of non-performing assets. The Income Tax Department is expected to launch a new e-filing web portal for taxpayers early next month, which they will use to file routine ITRs and perform other tax-related works. The existing web portal will remain inactive for a period of six days from June 1st to June 6th and will not be available to both the taxpayers as well as Income Tax Department officials during this period. Accordingly, all officers may be directed to fix any hearing or compliances only from June 10th onwards to give taxpayers time to respond to the new system. Market regulator SEBI has proposed to merge two of its regulations pertaining to the issuance of debt and hybrid securities into a single regulation. These regulations are Issue and Listing of Debt Securities Regulations 2008 and Issue and Listing of Non-Convertible Redeemable Preference Shares Regulations 2013. The regulator proposes to call the new regulation as the SEBI Issue and Listing of Non-Convertible Securities Regulations 2021, also known as NCS. The new NCS regulations are expected to ease compliance burdens on listed entities, harmonize with the Companies Act 2013, and maintain consistency with the SEBI Listing Obligations and Disclosure Requirement Regulations 2015, also known as LODR regulations, the SEBI Debenture Trustees Regulations, and the circulars issued thereunder. Leading cryptocurrency exchanges, including X and CoinSwitchCuber, have suspended rupee deposits for new users on their platforms after some banks severe ties with them citing an informal guidance from the Reserve Bank of India. The regulator's move has come despite the Supreme Court in March last year quashing a ban on crypto-related payments. Apparently, the central bank has informally told lenders to stay away from businesses dealing in cryptocurrencies, though there is no official communication so far in this regard. SEBI has proposed a framework for setting up a spot gold exchange in a discussion paper released by the market regulator.
The proposal was first announced by the Finance Minister in the Union Budget this year. SEBI has sought comments on allowing trading in quantities as low as 5 grams, permitting multiple spot exchanges, incentivizing trading on the exchange platform, and having a single gold price across the country with transportation cost adjusted as premium or discounted from traded price. In view of the difficulties faced by individual borrowers during the second wave of the pandemic, the Reserve Bank of India has asked lenders to allow a second moratorium. Eligible borrowers who did not use the first loan moratorium offered last year can now avail the second one and those who did avail the first one can get the moratorium period extended. The Reserve Bank of India Governor made this announcement as part of an unscheduled speech to announce measures to tackle the second wave of COVID-19. This brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Thank you all for listening in with us. If you liked today's episode, please do subscribe and tune in every Friday for more such updates. Please do also feel free to write in to us with your comments or suggestions for today's episode.